1: Today in history, in 1875, the game Snooker is invented by Sir Nev- Neville Chamberlain. God, I hate his name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want to try it again? You are going to do that nope, one again? Nope, i keeping
3: it. You're keeping it like that? (laughs) Okay. Well, welcome to What the Fuck History, where we discuss the wackiest and weirdest things that make us say, well, What the Fuck History. I am your Caesar, Zachary. Huh?
1: Etu, audience. I'm Megan, and I believe that there is a difference between crispy and crunchy drinks.
2: I'm Matt. Today, I learned that the first recorded cat name uh, came from ancient Egypt. The name was najem which, according to my sources, roughly translates to sweet. Okay, but both of
3: you... Aww. That one's cute, but Megan, excuse me?
2: Yeah, can we elaborate a little bit on what a crunchy
3: is? There's only drink one is? kind of drink that's not liquid, and that's the Sprite from McDonald's, and that shit is spicy.
1: Oh, okay, so I consider the McDonald's Sprite to be crispy okay
2: crispy
3: okay
1: okay yeah okay. it's it's crispy like crispy drinks are the ones with like a lot of small boy bubbles
2: <laughs> so soda no, but no
1: like well like not necessarily and like,
2: seltzer and like... so like
1: seltzer water and and sprite and i think ginger ale are crispy drinks and then like when a fizzy drink gets flat it yeah. becomes crunchy
2: Oh, but okay. it's
1: like when I it see. still has...
2: It has a little bit of a bite, but it's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. I think okay. we need
3: like $20 million and a corporate sponsor to do this scientific research like a fucking Tootsie We roll definitely
2: ball. need to research this for sure. I agree with Zach. Somebody give us this money. This
1: isn't the first time that I've brought this up either. I said it to uh, one of my other friends the other night when we were playing a game. I was like, oh, there! this drink is very crunchy. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, crispy, crunchy drinks. And they lost their mind. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I can't help you.
2: As our listeners will if we keep talking about this and don't get down to brass tacks. So, ladies and gentlemen, a game of rocks, papers, and scissors has been played. And the order for tonight is Megan, me, and Zach. In that order.
1: So... Since it's me first, I will get started. So I wanted to return to a topic that I've kind of already done before. I've really been into Byzantium uh, lately.
2: Depressing stories? No,
1: that's not true. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Byzantine Empire. Okay. Again. I see. So I think the last time I talked about this, I talked about Theodora. Yes, that Um, bad
3: fucking bitch.
1: Yeah, dude. The bad bitch. A bad, bad bitch. So I actually want to talk about tonight her niece, Ooh. Sophia. Ooh. It's I a like family all of bad these, bitches. All
2: of these bad bitches only have like one name, like Adele yeah. or Madonna.
1: Sure. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> no, it's over in the corner cracking up. Fuck.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, crack up very loudly, please, because that's the nature of this game. Well, I
1: think, like, when you are a bad bitch, like, mm-hmm. your deeds speak more than another name. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that Sophia. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Theodora.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, I see what you're Last saying. Last name mm-hmm. unneeded. The more bad bitch you get, the less names you need. Like, everyone's
2: like, oh, yeah, and- sooner or <laughs> later, it just becomes a letter. Who's
3: that? Oh. That's C. Oh, C. Yeah. My it. brain automatically went to that bastard Nathaniel Hawthorne in The Scarlet Letter.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got fucking a Scarlet Letter on you hey hey
2: so tell me more about Sophia. so
1: sophia was theodora's niece who also Mm -hmm. became empress and i don't know if you guys remember our good friend the not so accurate historian procopius (laughs) yeah i do
2: recall procopius
3: yeah (laughs) and his method
1: but yeah and his method but he makes a comeback and writes that theodora had two sisters and that sophia was the daughter of at least one of them (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I like that he left the option open for there to be a chance that she was also the daughter of a different
1: one. Yeah, I like that he had a chance to get the answer right, and he was like, honestly, why chances? Well, there's
2: a 50 50 chance that she definitely was maybe conceived of one or both of these women. <laughs>
3: these sisters.
1: So <laughs>
3: I hate so You much, can't have dude. a wrong answer if your answer is every answer.
2: Honestly, yeah. I love Procopius because nothing... It's like a game of whose line <laughs> is it anyway? Where nothing matters, not even the details of your own fucking story.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, he's pretty much the premier historian of this time period. And it's just You're like-
2: telling me that the premier historian of this time period <laughs> is a guy who went on record as saying, maybe... None of the facts mean anything at all. Procopius
3: is over there with the fucking Infinity Gauntlet going, Reality can be whatever I want it to be. Dude, speaking of
2: the Infinity Gauntlet, I was just watching Infinity War, but (laughs) it does not matter. Tell me more about Procopius rewriting history however he wants. Yeah, so
1: uh, pretty much he just says, yep, Sophia is at least the daughter of one of Theodora's sisters. Who can really say? And during Theodora's time on the throne, she arranged for Sophia to marry her husband's nephew, uh, Justinian, and his nephew's name was Justin, um, because this is part of the Justinian dynasty. Are we doing you know. this
2: again? Is this a thing that's happening for a second? Uh, no, this is just you know, <laughs>
1: this is just this family. They love the name Justin. Nice. (laughs) Just another Justin and a long line of Justins. So Sophia's Justin ends up gaining the support of the Byzantine Senate and making Sophia Empress. But Justin takes it a step further and she co-rules with him, which is the first Empress consort with a royal insignia equal to her husband. This is a pretty big deal. Like, she has pretty much come from, you know, a mother that... Was probably a prostitute because I wow. think both of Theodora's Make sisters were prostitutes.
2: Fucking drag her through the mud.
1: This is not me. This is Procopius. Okay, okay.
2: I've developed a different headcanon about Procopius in the moments since we mentioned him at the beginning, which is yeah. that he was asleep for all of it and he made it up because he wasn't actually doing his fucking <laughs> job. Yeah.
1: Dude, they were like, Procopius, you gotta get up. You gotta write some history. Hey, some like, important oh.
2: history shit is happening. And he's like, eh,
1: I'll fudge it. I don't it. care. I'll fudge it. So anyway, not everyone was really happy with just- Justin and Sophia's reign. Um, and another Justin comes in and challenges Jesus fucking
2: Christ. <laughs> this is the empire of Justin, and we're just gonna fucking...
3: <laughs> I can't with this I'm shit. I'm just imagining someone yeah. yelling in some royal palace... Hey, Justin! And like six guys turn around and go, What? Six guys. What do you want? What do you want? I, uh, do you want? My
2: favorite thing about this is uh, I immediately had this thought that this is like a high school of some kind. It's like, Oh my god, <laughs> Sophia and Justin are so cute. And then the one jock that doesn't fucking get it stands up and he's like, I'm a way
1: better Justin than that guy. <laughs> well that's pretty much what this other justin did he came in and he was like i don't like the first justin i'm a better justin i would make a better emperor justin and sophia didn't like that so uh she arranged for her supporters who really loved her to murder him yeah (laughs) And another historian named Avagrius, he was a Syrian scholar, claims that the couple Sophia and Justin kicked the dead man's head around out of spite for a bit in the grossest game of hacky sack ever allegedly recorded.
3: Yeah, but who won? I was going to say that's how soccer was invented.
1: Yeah, no, soccer yeah. was
2: invented by the Aztecs uh, in a similar fashion.
1: Yeah, you know, it was the same. It was I a don't throwback. know if that's actually
2: true, so don't quote me on that. <laughs> don't. <add laughs> me. No, we're.
1: It, You should definitely take this all as fact. Uh, We are sports historians, much like Procopius was.
2: Yeah, we're just as much sports historians as Procopius was a real historian. (laughs) Yeah, true. We are to sports history as Procopius was to real
1: history. Honestly, though, so accurate. So,
2: wait, you told me that there's another historian named Evagrius? Yeah, his
1: name was Evagrius. He was and a little bit. And he stayed more... awake through the history? Yeah, he stayed awake through it, so he was a little bit. Um... Explain
2: to me then why he is not the premier historian of his time. Oh, because
1: he's a Syrian scholar. Oh, I see. Okay, part... yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. You yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. But also, the story is alleged. Uh, So maybe all historians during this time were asleep.
3: (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly.
1: I'm going to start putting that in front of everything that I say. Like when I hear a bit of nudes, I'm going to be like, allegedly.
2: Allegedly.
1: This is real. But anyway, so Sophia was in charge of the financial records of the empire and restored faith in the royal treasury while increasing its revenues and repaid a bunch of debt that was left over by Justinian. Her husband, Justin, also experienced fits of insanity. And whatever that means, because it's not really specified what he suffered from, Sophia just assumed sole power of the empire for a while.
2: So it sounds like maybe the other Justin would have been a better choice. I mean,
1: maybe, but who can say he's dead now. Yeah, I mean, rest in power. Um <laughs> <laughs> But my favorite part about uh her Justin's fits of insanity uh is that she attributed them to her husband's failure to appreciate her status, saying <laughs> The kingdom came through me and it has come back to me. And as for him, he is chastised and has fallen into his trial on my account because he did not value me sufficiently and it vexed me.
2: Did you have trouble with that word? Which one? Sufficiently.
1: Yeah, um much like much like the name Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah. That it's one not a great you up, one. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: That's fair.
1: So When Justinian died, Sophia sent a letter to Tiberius, the succeeding emperor, trying to convince him to. I was expecting her to send
2: it to another Justin.
1: (laughs) No, I was really hoping. I was so hoping that it was another Justin. You can't
2: win them all. Yeah, she should have called that other Justin back, but she killed him. So
1: (laughs) yeah, honestly, killed him and decapitated him and
2: kicked around his head. Apparently.
1: It was a lot, man. She did a lot.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it.
1: So she sends Tiberius, not Justin, a letter convincing him to divorce his wife. And in this letter, she's like, if you divorce your wife, uh, you could either marry my adult daughter or myself. Uh, You get your pick because one of us should be empress. And Tiberius is like, the the gall of this bitch, no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, do you know how persuasive you'd need to be
1: to send a letter? Oh, you would have to send a 20.
2: Yeah. In that letter, you somehow convince a noble man to leave his wife. You have to say some real dirty things. It's like you'd have
3: to rock up in court and then bare your chest and be like, I'm not guilty. Blasting
1: yeah. this motherfucker. You would have to do something very outlandish. And also, how embarrassing if he says no, what she did, and then she says fine and tries to depose him and replace him with another Justinian, the younger brother of the Justin she had murdered.
3: That'd be <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs>
1: hey,
3: I get it. I murdered your brother, but uh do you wanna be
1: Emperor? Uh, do you wanna be Emperor? <laughs> Yes, check yes or no, and, like, I'll try to get it. Check yet. yes Again, or sounds a lot yes. like a
2: fucking high school. Do you want to be emperor? Check yes or no.
1: Yeah, well, if there's anything I've learned from this time in history is that this entire empor- empire was high school. But, um, so Tiberius was kind of mad, understandably, because she tried to take away the empire so he seized most of her property but she was allowed to keep the title of augusta and reside in the palace until her death because she was still liked by the populace and the reason i wanted to tell this story is because i like sophia she had a lot of power she did rule as an equal to her husband and then when he died She was like, you know what? You don't know uh, if something's going to work out unless you try it. (laughs) Unless you fuck around and find out. You know what else she had a lot of? Balls.
3: Lady balls, yeah. Some fucking balls on that lady. I am so... Yeah, I I mean, I always like it when you introduce a story where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, she fucked around and found out. Like, it was really, you know, I guess good for you
1: <laughs> but yeah it's like a good for you moment i i suppose hooray
2: good hooray. for you you ran an empire
1: you ran an empire but also i think the funniest part of the story is like how many justins reasoning. were involved well yeah how many justins were it is the justinian dynasty to be fair but the funniest part is her reasoning for why her husband experienced bouts of madness, and it's yeah, just I mean like, that is a pretty fucking bold claim.
3: Yeah, where it's like, hey, yeah, dude, I'm not given enough, I'm not appreciated enough. I guess that's why you're going fucking nuts. Because
2: oh I'm- my god, Chad doesn't pay enough attention to me, and that's why he has depression. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty god. sure he paid just enough attention to you, Sophia. <laughs>
1: i don't know man i'm 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 sure like he actually had you know a medical reason for whatever the fits consisted of but that is such like as you've already said tonight
2: megan uh we won't know because he's dead now
1: he is dead well all the justins are dead (laughs) not all of
2: them we still have some justins around
1: we still have some justins left in the world
2: just a couple
3: Sweet (laughs) sweet Justin's, you're the last of (laughs) them. You're the last. You're the last last line of of defense. Dynasty. I'm just imagining some like terrible, terrible action movie.
2: Can can we just stop for a minute and come to the realization that the name Justin is that old?
3: Yeah.
1: Well, that's like the name Tiffany.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I understand, like that whole.
3: Breakfast at tiffany's
2: Tiffany's and so that's that's as far as we can sing of that song before we get you know a copyright strike, no, but like i'm yeah. thinking yeah. i'm I'm thinking in that in that same vein you know where like people didn't write the name Tiffany because no one believes that it was a real name in those times. If I read a book before doing this podcast where it was like Emperor Justin, I'd be like, "What kind of basic ass fucking name is that? What do you mean people in the olden days were allowed to have the name Justin?
1: Yeah, right It would it that's would not to say be... that
2: all people with the name Justin are basic, but I'm just saying like it is a very you you tell me that you think an emperor should have that name. I'm, it, like, yeah,
1: it, it, I think it's because it's common, or it was common, maybe uh, a decade ago. Like, yeah. it, it's also
3: one of those things where it's like, I, I understand what you're saying, though, Matt. Where you're like, I am Gaius, I am Augustus, I am Maximus, yeah. Yeah. I'm Justin. <laughs> like, uh, I'm
1: Justin. My All name the is names. Emperor
3: Gaius Augustus
2: Maximus, and you are? I'm Emperor Justin. What up, bro? What Welcome up, bro. to my pad. <laughs>
1: Welcome. Well, there is also in the um, in the Byzantine Empire, uh, Emperor Maurice. Yeah! Oh, it is. yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Some <laughs> Which, people call me
1: Maurice. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, and we some need people to don't
1: know that uh, that song was actually written in the third century. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another that's another historical fact for all of you. It's
3: totally accurate. The real accurate historical facts of what the fuck yeah.
1: history.
2: And now that we're grasping at straws, I think <laughs> it's probably time to move on to our second story of the night. Which is which yours. Which is mine. Yeah, it's not creepy. I mean, well, let's get creepy, baby. Uh, it's not actually a creepy story, and I'm gonna start it right now well now you so got this me all is, excited
3: uh, and now i'm what's up i see you got me all excited and now i'm excited but less like you know fear boner excited
2: i'm really sorry it's okay. i hope the story does everything that you expect it to from this point forward knowing that it's not a creepy story oh,
3: okay.
2: all right so this is a story that i've told before but for the sake of the bit we're gonna pretend that i didn't <laughs> uh so have you guys ever heard of the sms cap trafalgar if you correctly uh, answered no for the sake of the bit, then let me inform you that she was a 613-foot-long, 72-foot-wide ocean liner that was launched in 1913.
1: But more importantly, do you think it would get stuck in the Suez?
2: <laughs> I do believe it would get stuck in the Suez, yeah. Okay. If for no other reason than the fact that the Suez Canal didn't exist? Question mark As he looks up
1: when the Suez Canal was opened. <laughs>
3: Wait, what was this ship?
1: 1913. Huh?
2: 1913. Oh, yeah, the Suez Canal was a thing, wasn't it? Oh shit. I no, you interrupted me while I was looking it up. When was the Suez Canal built? Oh, 1859. So yes, it was a yeah.
1: thing.
2: Yeah. Um so for sure it would have gotten uh, it would have gotten stuck in that motherfucker. Anyways, um so yeah, for,
1: sure. for sure for sure.
2: So 600 13 feet long, 72 feet wide, and it was an ocean liner. Um, And for those of you that don't know, which was myself when I first did research on this story, an ocean liner is basically like an old-school cruise ship, except, you know, not as ostentatious. There's no pools. I mean, there was a pool. (laughs) It was just, like, not on its own separate fucking floor of pools. Here I am, going
3: and being a liar again.
2: Yeah, I mean... So you know how, like, a cruise ship has, like, the pool deck where, like, you have nothing but pools as far as the eye can see? I don't fucking know. I've never been on a cruise, guys. Help me <laughs> out here. So anyways, the Cap Trafalgar had a pool, a built-in greenhouse, and was decorated beautifully because it was supposed to be shepherding all the hoidiest and toidiest people. Uh, that was until our friend the World War started. Oh,
1: and, our good uh, friend! Our
2: good friend, not the second one, which has been my wheelhouse as of late, but the first one, which our, happened. good friend, which happened in the 1914 year of our Lord. So, anyways, in 1914, when World War One started, uh, started, the SMS cap Trafalgar gets converted. Converted is not a word converted is uh it gets converted into a battleship (laughs) you thunk my battleship (laughs) it was outfitted with two big guns like real big guns like and then it was outfitted with huh like these arms (laughs) hell yeah baby (laughs) for those of you that have never met zach he does have pretty big biceps got some and... fucking
3: pythons on this bad boy
2: <laughs> he needs to see a doctor because those pythons are sick anyways so this is great uh, it gets...
3: content, right?
2: it is it's super good it gets outfitted with these two big guns and then it gets outfitted with uh six smaller guns that are called pom-poms Uh, which, which were named for the noise that they made when they fired, but it is also kind of cute to think of a ship as a real big cheerleader. Like, it's just on the ocean with these six massive fucking pom-poms. Two, four, six,
3: eight, who do we obliterate? (laughs) Oh my
2: god. (laughs) Pretty much everyone else.
3: (laughs) This was an American Um, ship, right? No,
2: it was, uh, it was a German vessel.
3: Oh, because I got really uh, confused for a second where I was like, "Oh, what's better than guns? I guess more yeah. guns. It must more be guns that are named after pom poms."
2: Um, I did try and find a sound clip, but I can't in time. Um. So, anyways, the uh, the Cap Trafalgar gets set up with all this equipment so that it can go out and destroy British shipping vessels. So, in the hopes of decimating and crippling the supply line, um, they sent the Fogger out to do this task. Uh, however, uh, she failed her first mission out; didn't Where? quite, didn't quite succeed. Atta a girl, and, uh, huh? Atta a girl. Add a girl. There you go. Uh, so she needed repairs, and uh, they kind of decided, whilst doing these repairs that they would spruce her up. So she this is, stopped.
1: This is the part of the, like, 90s movie where the cool... It's a fucking training <laughs> montage
2: is what yeah, it is. Yeah, the
1: cool guys, like, I can turn this nerdy, but secretly girl <laughs> into the prom queen. We
3: take the glasses off the boat, and we realize she's been beautiful yeah. the entire time. Take
2: the, take the glasses <laughs> off, let the hair down.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude.
3: Yeah.
2: The Cap Trafalgar stops at Trinidad Island in Brazil, they give it a new paint job and the paint job that they give it is so that it can mimic a different british ship like a member of the british navy but there was at least one british ship that was also a converted ocean liner so anyways they spruce it up and they make it look like a british ship and it is eventually launched out to sea now After it gets out to Trinidad Island, uh, gets off, uh, has a lovely new coat of paint, and she set out to do her duty, which, as I mentioned, was ruining the British supply line. Uh, She almost immediately encounters another vessel. The other vessel that she encountered was her twin, and the one that she had been painted to look alike. (laughs) Awkward. Yeah, so this ship was the RMS Carmania, and the RMS Carmania, like the Cap Trafalgar, had been launched before the war. It was launched in 1912. Uh, It was 40 feet longer. It was 653 feet long, but it was approximately the same width, and again, uh, it was also an ocean liner that had turned into a battleship. So these ships really were exactly alike pretty much
3: (laughs) give or take 40 feet
2: give or take who's gonna
1: know they're never gonna gonna know? know
2: they're never yeah you're never gonna suspect the german thought process was by the time the british suspected anything they would already be sunk uh however they fucked up hardcore by having this be the first well they didn't like arrange this but they fucked up hardcore in that this was the first ship that the capture fogger bumped into <laughs> as, as what it's coming out. Luck. So um, she gets uh, the RMS Carmania when she gets her makeover in 1914 at the start of uh, our good friend the World War One. She's outfitted with eight 120 millimeter cannons that didn't have cutesy nicknames based on their noises. But, you know, they were still chanting the beautiful chant that Zack was uh, singing earlier. So, the funniest thing about this is, well, obviously that it's a ship that fought itself, pretty much. But, as I mentioned, the Cap Trafalgar goes out with the intention of sinking supply ships. And the Carmania was sent out to put a stop to that kind of activity. Like, literally, they had the opposite objective of each other. It's like, you, sink supply ships. And then it's like, you, sink the ships that would sink the supply ships. <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> they were twins fighting each other.
3: <laughs> you're, you're the epitomizing the idea of, let's fight fire with fire. Let's, let's fight a fucking cruise ship mounted with guns with another cruise ship mounted, mounted with guns. In a fight between uh, Norwegian cruise lines and fucking, I don't know what another cruise line is. Carnival. Carnival Carnival. cruise lines. Who would win? (laughs) Who would win?
2: Let's find Uh, out.
1: You know, honestly, my money is on Carnival because I feel like they're way more ruthless.
2: (laughs) I really don't know what to think of this. (laughs) Yeah, The only way is for somebody to sponsor us and give us a ton of money so that we can send two cruise ships out to battle it out in the high seas.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean... That's all I want. We need the soda
2: sponsorships, and now we need the cruise ships to get on board. See what I did there? It was funny.
3: (laughs) All right, we have it. Arby's, soda, cruise ships. We have a plan. Arby's,
2: Arby's, soda, cruise ships. It's a shitty situation for the Capture Fogger, and as I mentioned, this is essentially her second mission out, but... She had a little bit of luck in that, uh, you know, she didn't immediately get sunk.
3: Immediately.
2: (laughs) The, The Carmania sort of... They had gotten information that there were people of the shadier variety near Trinidad Island in Brazil. And so they sort of went searching. When they arrived... They saw the smokestacks of, you know, a ship. But as they were out on the open ocean, the Carmania's is like, wait a minute, that ship's painted like us. I see no reason why it should be fleeing from us. And so there's like this little fucking chase that happens. <laughs> oh, yes. Where it's basically just like the Carmania's like, hey. Hey, hey, wait, we're friends. Hey,
1: hey, Hey, hey. slow down. Friends don't
2: shoot friends. I want to walk to class with you. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, the Carmania, obviously, when the ship doesn't slow down, is like, hey, wait, uh, this is bad. And fires a few warning shots. And then the Cap Trafalgar is like, okay, we're obviously not slinking away into the darkness from this one. (laughs) And turns and starts starts to fight. And it's it's not like a, a super long battle. On her second trip out, the SMS Cap Trafalgar gets blowed up.
1: It's gone. It's like, I
3: got a new paint job. I'm feeling good. I guess I'll just die again. <laughs> I guess I'll
1: just go.
2: But that's basically Jeez. this story. I just thought that this story was fucking hilarious because... One, how unlucky do you have to be to, like, imagine the dude that comes up with the idea. He's like, we're going to disguise this ocean liner like one of the big British ships. And everyone's like, yes. Yes, Johan. What a great idea. What a great idea, Johan. And then all of a sudden, they're like, these guys get out on the ocean and they're like, this idea is great. Nothing is going to go wrong. What is that over the horizon? Oh, fuck. It's us. Everything
3: gone wrong, yeah.
2: It's us.
1: Who are you fighting? Myself. Myself.
3: Myself. This is the story about the little cruise liner that couldn't. (laughs) <laughs> um, oh
1: no. Yeah.
2: The little ocean liner that couldn't. The little
3: ocean liner that couldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, in theory, this is a great idea. It's like, all right, cool, we'll disguise ourselves as another ship. We're going to sneak right past, we're going to jump in and all of a be like, just kidding, let's blow up your shit. But when you meet the person you're trying to intimidate, or not, yeah, I'm trying, not, exactly. not intimidate, in, in uh, you know, impersonate, he kind of falls apart. It's like, yeah, good try. The chances are yeah, slim. No. Fat none, but
1: like the chances are so slim. But I'm glad that it actually. I mean, not for the death. Yeah, the death is bad. Death is usually bad. But
3: to the death. Um. To the pain,
1: definitely. Yeah, to the pain.
3: I hope someone Did gets that reference. I really do.
2: <laughs> I'm looking at. I'm looking at a list of uh, casualties. Uh huh.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: And I think, if I'm reading this correctly, that nine, nine people were killed on the British side. Oh, God, this is a fucking huge jump. Uh, on the German side, there was either sixteen oh. or fifty-one oh, people.
3: Okay, <laughs> much like
1: Procopius, who was not the most accurate person, whoever was recording the deaths also wasn't. It was yeah. either
3: sixteen or fifty-one. We forgot to do a head count when we made it back to land, and there
2: were uh, there were two hundred and seventy-nine captured. At least not everyone died.
3: At least not everyone died. Yes. <laughs> I guess but that's that's,
2: that's uh That's a story of the ship that fought itself. I hope we can all learn a valuable lesson.
1: About what? What is the lesson here?
2: <laughs> Megan, if you're going to go kill someone, don't dress up as them first.
3: Oh, see, I thought I that it was about the horrors of the mirror dimension, but I mean, that's just me.
2: That is also true. We do not want to open a portal to the mirror dimension. Or if you have an
3: evil twin,
2: kill them quickly. Yes. That's true. Or keep them alive so that you can blame them for the murders you commit. You don't We are straying no, way no. too far a, from that. That
3: makes you the evil twin. And B, trust me, you don't want to do that. Reginald is out there somewhere and he taunts me every fucking day. Every fucking
2: day. Okay, new headcanon about Zack that he has an evil twin named Reginald.
3: That wasn't new. It's been
2: happening for years. Oh shit! Who's been on this podcast? Is it Zach or is it
3: Reginald? Oh, it's me. I'd know if it was Reginald. <laughs> and you would know. You, the audience, would know. I'd hope. I'd hope, dear listener, that you would know when it is my evil twin and not me. But I digress.
2: Yeah, we've strayed. We've strayed pretty far from this point.
3: I'm going to talk a little bit about a other insane person, not Reginald. But we're gonna keep it in the uh, in the Roman Empire today. Whoa. Hence, why my introduction was a fun little murder scene—murder mm. most foul.
1: I love nothing more than murder scenes.
2: Okay, let's uh, let's dial it back.
1: <laughs> I'm like Grisham from CSI. <laughs> yeah,
2: except that guy got a fucking boner for murder scenes
1: and bugs.
3: Uh, and bugs. Grisham and his bugs. Anyway we got to get back on there um so wow, wow, wow. i'm going to talk about a roman emperor uh and specifically i'm going to talk to a man about his horse okay and my dear oh, friends oh i thought we were
2: going to talk about another justin no not another justin
3: <laughs> my dear friends i would like to talk to you about caligula and his <laughs> horse oh! <laughs> for those of you who know history and know roman history caligula is a fucking nutter. Yeah, buddy. The man,
1: the myth, the nightmare. <laughs> the, the nightmare. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so that's Caligula, a that's
2: a new twist on an old classic.
3: On an old classic, uh, Caligula, formerly known as Gaius, was the third Roman emperor and ruled from thirty-seven to forty-one. Super long stint. Am I right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. Definitely had a, a lot of great policy at the time. Right. Um so yeah. not many records actually survive in order to inform us about exactly what happened during Caligula's rule but he is described as a pretty noble and moderate emperor for the first 6 months and then he goes okay. fucking buck wild <laughs>
1: Dude, that's like when you get hired at a new job, and you, like, come in, you're dressed really professionally, like you were the epitome of, like, a good worker, and then you come in six months later, late by an hour every day, looking like a slob. This
3: is the epitome of being like, I'm a silly freshman in college, it's fine, I'm gonna study, and then you go to Cancun for your fucking spring break, and all bets are off, baby!
1: Yeah, dude, except then Spring Break lasts the rest of your reign.
3: Yes, you turn into Spring Breakers where you just never leave kink. (laughs) So he goes buck-fucking-wild, he gets super sadistic, extravagant beyond belief, and becomes this insane tyrant whom we all love to hate. However, I am not here to actually talk about Caligula and his terrible policy or his constant warmongering. No, I'm here to talk to you about... Caligula's sweet, sweet, sweet boy in Tacitus.
1: Oh my god.
3: <laughs> I love
2: that name. And the only reason that I love that name at the current moment before I know anything about this horse. I'm assuming it's a horse because it you is did a, a whole intro about okay.
1: Yeah, he did you did lead with the horse. Yeah, he did. He I did,
2: led the joke
3: to water and it fucking drank. Yeah.
2: So the reason that I love this horse already is because that name came all the way out of left field. Like, yeah. what the fuck kind of name is that?
1: Can you say it one more time? What is it?
3: Incitatus. Incitatus? <laughs> In That's
2: Cittatus.
1: not what you
3: just said. Is it? I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's very hard to read. I don't know Roman very well. Okay. Yeah, well, fair. We fared. give you a pass. Incitatus. Tell, tell
2: me about Intitacidus. Incitatatat. in,
3: in, yeah, in <laughs> I did it, audience! I fucked him up! <laughs> Thanks. Incitacitus. So, Incitacitus was not originally named uh, he was His, named his name. name was
2: Justin.
3: No, his original name. <laughs> his
1: name was Justin. His original uh,
3: name meant Little Piggy. What the fuck? What? But uh, Caligula was like, no. That's not a good name for a horse, so I'm gonna name him Incitacitus, which roughly translates to Speedy. Fucking real oh, original. Yes.
1: No, I hate this. I hate all of this. Okay. This is garbage. You should keep Little Piggy and <laughs> respect
3: his original name. Okay, but Incitacitus was a racing horse, so he went from being Little Piggy to being Speedy.
1: Okay, so what I'm saying, though, is if you kept the name of a racing horse as Little Piggy, everyone would then bet against him. They'd be like, Little Piggy can't run for shit. <laughs> and then you make a killing. You make a killing on the bets. Okay. By the way, yes.
2: his his name is pronounced Incitatus.
3: Incitatus. Okay,
1: yeah. thanks. Incitatus.
2: <laughs> and I've just been, I did lead you down uh, a bad road there.
3: Thank you. All right, I'm going to, you know, borrow the Ford Tacoma real quick and go back. And all of them have been incitatus. You just heard it wrong the whole time. Oh, Anywho. You know,
1: I, I heard the right one the whole time. Yes. Like, it's always Mispronunciation. Been what? I can't say half of the words in my stories and I will not apologize.
3: <laughs> okay. Yes, so Incitatus was Caligula's sweet, sweet, sweet baby racehorse boy. Speedy boy, the speedy boy. His sweet, sweet speedy boy, whom he loved more than anything in the world. (laughs) It was decreed that if you lived near Incitatus' stables, you were to remain silent the day before a race, so that the horse could concentrate.
1: I mean, you don't want to psych him out.
3: You don't want to psych him out before the big race, but this also included stationing soldiers of the Praetorian Guard outside the stables to shush passerbys.
1: Honestly, though, same though. You had fucking
3: people of the Royal Emperor's fucking Legion being like, shut that baby up, he's disturbing the horse.
2: Oh my god, that reminds me of an amazing story that's incidental right now, so we won't mention it.
3: And this is outside in Cetacidus' stable, which, by the way, was made of solid marble. Of I course mean, it I was! Bet it, it this is fucking cooler. Caligula! <laughs> his manger was made out of ivory. Uh, yeah, uh, how many wait, elephants what? do you have to kill to make a manger for a horse? A lot. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, his diet consisted of oats. Flaked yes. with gold. Yeah. Yes. Now,
1: that leads to heavy metal poisoning. Yes,
3: it does. Shh. No, it means my sweet, sweet baby Speedy Boy is sparkly even on the inside.
1: You're saying a lot of things right now that are not healthy? kosher for horse health. Not also, healthy. I want you guys, uh, this is not interruption of your story, Zach, because it has to do with your story, look at this picture of Caligula with his horse at dinner. Oh, it's
3: beautiful. Yup, yup. Oh, we're going to get to that. We are going to get to that. <laughs> so, not only was Incitacidus' inside shiny for all the gold-plated oats, he was also only ever dressed in imperial purple.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Yes, naturally.
3: He's royalty. Uh, and he was constantly garnished with breast and racing collars that were adorned. And I mean adorned by that. I mean fucking dripping with gems. So sweet, sweet sparkly yeah. boy. All call in purple. How okay, swift no, was like, he really? Apparently he was a very good racehorse. So... Nice.
1: Yeah. So like he's taking some of the things to like a logical extreme, but the people who actually are rich enough to have, like, primo race horses kind of do the same thing now. Yes. Right? Like,
3: you know, you have a, a triple crown winning horse. You, A, make it fuck Lot to get more triple crown yeah. racing horses but you That's also true. like treat it like a goddamn king you don't give it a whole you know fucking stable made of marble and a manger made of ivory and cover its food in gold but you do treat it well
2: i'm thinking that the only reason that this horse was performing so well in races is because it had like the rock lee method of training where it was so weighed down on a constant basis. Oh yeah, that's That true. as soon as it took all its dripping jewelry off, it just fucking it was like, I am become speed. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: For those of you who don't know who Rock Lee is, fucking educate yourself.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. This is a place where we get learned, but you can learn outside of this place too. This is a temple of learned scholars. He covers this horse in fucking jewels and imperial purple garb. Uh, and at one point, Caligula, he buys his sweet, sweet baby speedy boy, um, a house? Like, a straight-up mansion?
2: Did he visit often?
3: He buys this horse a fucking mansion that he then furnishes with the best furniture, and a whole host of servants and a bunch of slaves. Under... In Tacitus's name. So he owns this home and these slaves and this whole thing.
1: I have a question about the furniture. Yeah? Is it like regular people furniture or like special horse furniture?
2: (laughs) I very much doubt that Caligula, a man of such upstanding taste, would bother buying a house if it was not built to the specifications of his sweet, sweet baby boy horse.
3: No, so here's the thing. Wait for it. Waiting. It was human furniture. No. Because, no, because Caligula Mm -hmm. would have his Mm -hmm. sweet, sweet, speedy boy and Tacitus Mm -hmm. throw parties.
1: Woo! Woo! Yes, horse parties. The
3: horse would throw parties at said mansion like a total stud. Yes, that's a horse joke for you.
2: <laughs> Good the one.
3: Ring on the hookers and blow. It's a party at the horse's house. I have my He's own parties. Party. So he like would have dinner with the horse. The horse would throw parties that everyone would go to. The horse was only allowed to drink out of gold cups. It was nuts. So, the whole thing, the extrav- extravagance and the insanity, it continues and grows, and I can continue to name examples of how he treated this horse better than he treated an entire kingdom, but that would be overkill. Mm.
1: I mean, I'm glad that he loved something.
3: Yeah, he loved something. and <laughs> it, was... <laughs> it was himself and then this horse. Almost as much as
2: Narcissus loved himself. Yeah.
3: So I'm going to call it a day on giving examples of how much this horse lived better than I ever will in my entire life. Oh, Zach, You're not don't the put, horse put yourself of an down. Emperor. I'm not the horse of an emperor, okay? Yes. I'm not <laughs> eating golden oats. My,
2: <laughs> my dream is to become the horse of an <laughs> emperor in a future life.
1: Yeah. I want that on a shirt now. <laughs> that's the Hope new for shirt for the merch store em- <laughs> i
3: too dream to be the horse of an emperor yeah. one day
1: hopeful future <laughs> horse of an emperor no
2: i think the shirt just needs to be step aside you're looking at the horse of an emperor <laughs> <laughs> or keep it down you're looking at the horse of an emperor you're in, in the, the in of
3: Yeah, But yeah, so I'm going to call it a day on giving wild examples of this because it just gets nuttier and nuttier. How did he send out invitations? Uh, With a hoofprint? With a hoofprint? He had had servants. He had servants. Yeah, I'm
2: just saying, like, did the servants act on his behalf? Did they obtain his consent?
3: I I think that uh, it was written down that, and I don't know how, like, again, the history of Caligula is a little iffy, um, but I'm pretty sure Caligula thought he could speak with Incitatus. So he was like, Incitatus says do this. Incitatus says do that. It's a fucking
2: weird game of
3: Simon says. (laughs) Exactly. Incitatus is the first Simon. Canon. I'm going to let this all culminate by saying at one point Caligula tries to make Incitatus his beautiful, beautiful baby boy, a consul, which is a leading position in the Roman government. Yes. Horse senator yes. for the win. And this oh, is that's the, the most only
1: politician I trust.
2: <laughs> this reminds me of all the like dog mayors. Local people, yeah, dog mayors, cat mayors. There's a, uh, I think there's like a cat train operator in fucking Japan somewhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but so the issue with that is like dog mayor, yeah, it's a goofy jokey thing and like you can actually have people who run the government Besides the dog mayor. But being a consul was like... Just under being Holy Roman Emperor. Like... It's a coveted position by every senator. And this dude's like... I'm gonna make the horse one. (laughs) I I have never...
2: I have never really pictured Caligula as a hick. but, But... And I apologize to any who... That word may offend, but in this moment, I am just picturing the stereotypical, like, slack-jawed, like, y'all want to be senators and consuls, <laughs> but, uh, I'ma
3: make my horse a console and I'ma laugh in your fights. Uh, yeah, I guess that is an accurate description of what happened. However...
2: Now I can't see him in any other way. So anytime that I fucking look at get an my artistic sweet depiction baby boy, of his
3: golden <laughs> oats, oh Whoa. my gosh,
2: get my boy his oats! You keep your voice down over there. He's got a race tomorrow.
3: I I have a better I have a better one for you.
2: Oh shit! Yeah, go on. Go off, sis. We're gonna
3: Hank Hill Caligula. Hold on, yes. let me let me do it. I'll, I'll tell you what. You need to get away from that stable over there. He needs to sleep. <laughs> I said... God hurt. damn God, it. God damn it, Bobby. Enzatacimus oh needs to get his beauty rest.
2: <laughs> God oh, damn it,
3: Justin. God damn it, Justin. God damn it, just I, yes.
2: uh... Okay, so here's the thing. For those of you that have done, like, your baseline research on Caligula and know what, like, a scary guy he is, you're welcome, because he's not anymore! (laughs) We made him no
3: longer fearful. Um, Now he's just a redneck who really (laughs) loved his horse. I'll sell horse and horse accessories.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If anything, he's just endearing now.
3: <laughs> yeah. For so sure. he tries to make Incitatus in a consul, and before he can finish the paperwork and put his stamp of approval on there, he uh, he gets the old Julius treatment and is assassinated. Oh, um, how big, sad! You know,
1: I you know what? I really respect Rome for how they're like. I'm gonna drain the swamp.
2: We don't really <laughs> like your form of government. Yeah. So we woke up this morning and chose
3: violence.
1: Yeah, we all agreed violence was today. Rome is
3: literally just like, oh, I don't think this is working out. Oh, I guess we can kill him. <laughs> there's
1: hey, there's uh, nothing in the laws or bylaws that <laughs> say that we can't. Oh wait, because we make them.
2: Is there anything in this temple that says reset button? Oh that knife over yeah. there looks like a reset yeah. button. <laughs>
3: exactly
2: i i can't this is i just i really have to believe that incitatus is the straw that broke the camel's back because we are glazing over it right now but caligula was a fucked up dude (laughs) i have to imagine that like everyone was like super scared of him until he became this redneck (laughs) And they were just like, he's going to fucking sacrifice the country for a horse. Can we just kill him now? It was fun. It was fun when he was orange and he was, you know, a television mogul. But now he's in love with a horse and he's going to put him on
1: a panel. He's in in love with his own daughter, wants to date the horse. It's (laughs) the same thing. Um. Uh,
3: Without drawing any more parallels to current political or previous political climates because we could continue doing that all night i will say that yes caligula gets assassinated big shock it's fucking rome what else is new
2: sounds like a normal tuesday That's, in rome Sounds like a normal tuesday <laughs> in rome
3: incitatus is not given a consul seat or a senator seat whatsoever however do they kill it do they kill the horse incitatus Ends up yeah. getting put out of his misery after he injures his leg no. in a big horse
1: race. No, no.
2: sad okay. end to
3: this story. There were no
1: glue factories think...
2: yet, but mm, so did Do you they think eat the him. The
1: funeral was held at the mansion? I hope mansion. the funeral
3: was held at his mansion. I hope so too. Okay. Like at least let this horse go out on the high life that he lived. Like give him a fucking
2: okay. So, but then. When people inevitably ate the body of this horse, which they probably did, did they then die of heavy metal poisoning?
3: Uh, there's no record of that.
2: Uh. <laughs> That's a shame. That would be, like, the best revenge ever. How yeah. hard
1: do you think Caligula cried?
3: Uh, he was, Caligula dead, was dead, so not at all.
1: Oh, he was dead. He was like, thank God I passed before my horse. My
3: horse. Caligula, in the fields of Elysium, where he did not belong at all, wept.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. He did not go it, sw- softly into that good night, dude. Like, he's definitely in Tartarus.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cal- Cal- Caligula, in Tartarus, turns the entire mo- molten plain to volcanic rock because he cries so hard at the death of Incitatus. Yeah.
1: Well, for a minute, I was going to be like, do you think he would go to the fields of Asphodel? And I was like, a thousand percent not. If Tantalus goes to Tartarus, Caligula goes to Tartarus. Caligula goes to Tartarus.
2: All right, boys. Not the Tartarus, but definitely (laughs) Tartarus.
1: No, he takes Zach's? the Tartus, goes to Tartarus.
2: Zach's kind of fucking up all of his words tonight. I
1: know. I am, I'm so fucking... Hey, Zach,
2: why don't you just do one clean incitatus and then sub it in for all the times you said incitacitus?
3: Incitatus. <laughs> there yeah. you go.
1: Okay, amazing. Beautiful. And it's going to be like he's going to be talking normally and it's going to be like, and Caligula loved incitatus. inci-tatus.
2: I really think that that's
3: what you need to do. Inci- yeah. Incitatus. Um, incitatus. 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 Sub it in. You no, know I'm going to fucking uh, Timothy Dexter this ready. Wait. Incitatus. 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 Insert it where you yeah. fucking need it.
1: There we go. Yeah. Uh, what was, what was that, uh, dude that wrote Timothy that Dexter. book? Timothy Dexter! That's what I said, but it's yeah,
2: Timothy Dexter this shit. Come on, I forgot,
1: Megan. I was like, no, I, I know he's talking about, th- th- uh, Timothy Dexter, I'm like, what was the name of his book that oh, he wrote, because I forget the name of it. I don't it know. Was uh, no, it was named Incitatus. Incitatus.
2: So, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed sitting and listening to us as we ramble through history and lose our minds in the process
1: i'd really like um oh it's a pickle for the knowing ones by the way that was timothy dexter's book but i'd like to go back and the the way back
2: oh you want hang on let me fire it up we went way back back. we're back at the beginning of the podcast, so uh, before all the flubs uh, and the goofs.
1: I think um, for the today in history, I said a word that maybe not a whole lot of people are going to be familiar with, and that is snooker. Snooker. Yeah. Do you know what it is, Zach? Because we had to look it up.
3: I have no idea what it is. It's billiards, um, but dumber. It's
1: billiards, but w- stupid. Oh. Uh,
2: <laughs> None <laughs> of the balls have numbers. That's dumb. There are 15 red balls, there are six balls of varying color, and you have to knock balls in in a order that is confusing and annoying to all of us. It's exactly like billiards, except (laughs) dumb.
1: So I guess it was first played by British Army officers stationed in India in the second half of the 19th century. So like i'm not sure why they wouldn't just bring billiards over yeah like it doesn't make sense and also when you look up the word snooker um you know how it gives you uh examples uh, for sentences like that it's used in yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. actually when i typed
2: it into uh bing it said did you mean snooki
1: Why would you type? Why are you using Bing? Bing? I'm just kidding.
2: I absolutely did not do that. (laughs) I was simply pointing out that that is something that Bing would do. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. I kind of want to try it out now. Googled it, like a normal human being. Yeah. Um, the noun popped up and it was like, oh, a snooker hall, and I was like, yeah, whatever. But then the verb is subject to a snooker. Uh Hmm. Explain. I don't know, because Explain. it does not give me any other... And this is the sentence. He potted yellow and green and then snookered Davis on the brown. And I don't know. Uh, I know those words I, individually. I think
2: <laughs> that might be the best place to end it.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm done.
3: That's it. We, we finished. I
1: don't know what that sentence is. <laughs> I think
2: a complete lack of understanding about snooker is the perfect place for us to come to a conclusion this evening. Thank you all so much for coming.
1: Just remember, guys, when you pot your friends on random colors and you snooker them in the brown that might be a sexual innuendo (sighs) but who can say. Thanks, guys, guys for listening. What is that?
2: That's the sound of a horse approaching with a message. The message is WHAT THE FUCK, HISTORY!
3: triumvirate productions and what the fuck history we encourage you to tell a friend we don't pay for any ads so the best way to get us out there is to talk to other people about us you can find us on facebook at the triumvirate productions on twitter at triumvirate underscore pod and on instagram at the underscore triumvirate underscore productions